We all um, have experienced defining moments in our lives. Defining moments like births, like deaths, like weddings, and many other things in our lives. And we know that uh, when we encounter that defining moment, things change. I remember very vividly when I was working with a priest in Nigeria, a very good man, and um, he, he was approached by a young guy um, who was a wonderful, wonderful young, young, young person. And uh, he said to him, um, I would like to join. I was a member of St. Patrick's Missionary Society then. And he said to this gentleman, I would like to become a priest and join your missionary order. And he had to tell him, he said, no. Because he says, we don't accept uh, African students into our formation. Because up until then, uh, we were just Irish. We were an Irish missionary or organization. And it was very painful for him, but it was, it was the beginning of a change. And uh, then it kind of, the idea percolated from there, and um, it, uh, we call it becoming international. So the conversation started to happen throughout all the members about becoming international. Now, some people were very much in favor of it. Some were adamantly against it because as a missionary organization, our whole mode of operation for nearly 100 years was to go into an area, establish the church, get priests trained, and move on. So to them, this was like a contradiction. How can you now start to... It's like as if you're stealing uh, vocations from the local church. But others were very much in favor of it. And eventually the decision was made to, yes, to accept uh, candidates from Africa, predominantly Africa, because that's where we mainly worked, but some from Brazil as well. But it was predominantly, are we going to accept Africans into our society? Now, to prepare for this, um, they recruited an expert, a consultant, who was an expert in this field. And, um, you know, when I go to priest meetings here, when we did have priest meetings, they're so civilized and so mannerly. Uh, in our organization, it wasn't that civilized and it wasn't that mannerly. People had very strong feelings and they had no problem expressing them and their opinions. So I kind of felt very sorry for this consultant as he stood up there and tried to make sure, and, and what the superiors wanted to happen was that, that when we did accept Africans into our society, they would, be, they would be brought in with respect, with kindness, with welcome, and with dignity. So this man stood up there, and, and um, everybody was kind of waiting to see what he had to say, but he spoke, he was a very brilliant man, and he spoke at length, and he spoke and said that you know, if you want to really become truly welcoming to the other, and, and there's such diversity in Africa as well. So to, to Africa is a massive continent, so there's huge diversity even, even in that. He says, if you want to be welcoming to them, he says, 
You have to become vulnerable to each other. You have to learn to become vulnerable to each other. And this is something that was very challenging to a group of men who, to even survive in the old days, had to be physically and emotionally very strong. If you weren't even physically strong, you couldn't survive. But there was another aspect to what he wanted to achieve. Because he wanted them, in becoming vulnerable to each other, what would begin to surface would be the spectrum of biases that everybody carries within themselves. They can be inherited in our subconscious from our parents and grandparents, or they can be um, something we achieve ourselves because of painful experiences that we encounter in life. And he wanted us to, that not, not acknowledged and addressed, they can make us hostile and resentful and judgmental towards the other. So it was something that was uh, very challenging indeed. And we see in today's gospel, Jesus is reaching out to the prostitutes and tax collectors. Actually, he spent all of his life in, with, with, the, with the other people in an other land, away from Jerusalem, away from Rome, the centers of politics and religion. He, he spent most of his time, nearly all of it, with those people who were living under a, a spectrum of bias against them. And he wanted them to be set free of that because he wanted them, their identity to change from being an identity imposed on them for, to the identity of his identity that was revealed in his baptism, you are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased, to the truth of the identity of belovedness that we all have been given. Now it is because of my experience there and because of, of that understanding of the spectrum of bias, I am introducing a program into our parish that is going to take place over the next six months. It is called Open Wide Our Hearts and it comes from a saying of a wonderful saint. And it is a document that comes from the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. It was written two or three years ago. It is very balanced, very Catholic, and very fair. And it addresses racism in society today. And that is something I'm asking our entire parish to reflect on over the next six months. Each month we will have a special one aspect of it, looking at it and addressing it. I know it is not an easy subject to address. When you do look at it in, 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 a, in a reflective way, you can see that it is not a binary issue. It is as complex as the sea is deep. And a document like this that was written two years ago is free from the politicization and the rhetoric that we have today. It is one that is very well put together, that invites us to reflect on this, and perhaps even to invite us to reflect 
on the spectrum of biases that imprison us and imprison our attitude towards other people, whoever they may be in our lives as well. Copies of this will be available, um, one per family after Mass, but you can easily download it by googling Open Wide Our Hearts, and we're encouraging people to read it. I think it's crucially important that families would read it, that grandparents would read it, because, believe me, your grandchildren, this is an important issue from them. It's an important issue for everyone. I'm hoping that different groups in the parish and ministries may gather around and there is a study guide for small groups, that they may discuss this as well. Because it's like we need to get this out in the open and look at it in a Catholic way, look at it in a biblical way, but most importantly, look at it through the eyes of Christ. And that is what I'm inviting the entire parish to do over the next six months, and we'll come to conclusion with our parish mission next Lent. The good news of the story that I started with was we did accept these young men into St. Patrick's. And I can say this very easily, they will be leaders in the church in Africa someday. Some of them already are. Uh, some of them have come here and have lived here with me um, and operated here. Father Bosco was here for, he's destined to be a bishop, if not a cardinal, someday. They're wonderful, wonderful people. And we are supporting even more of them. Uh, St. Joseph's is, is rightly supporting the formation of those priests in the area of justice, giving them a passion for the poor. And some of them are working with the poor in, in the very poor areas of Nairobi. One of them is working with uh, peace and reconciliation in southern Sudan, which is in a civil war for a long time. And another is working with the poor out in, in, in I can't think of the name of the place, Mombasa. So, so the impact is there all over. But, but, but what, it, what, it, what, it, what it is leading towards is a greater sense of welcoming, a profound welcoming within us as individuals, a profound welcoming in our families, free from, free from bias, the spectrum of bias, and that we would become a profoundly welcoming community. This is addressing it from the inside out, that we would have the same identity of belovedness that Jesus had. There's a beautiful line in the Gospel that St. Paul speaks, and I will conclude with this. To have in you the same attitude that is, that is also in Christ Jesus. And that is the goal of what we are trying to achieve by launching this program, that you will have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus.